they continue to raise interest rates and stuff, it's going to definitely kill the housing market. Right now, they're doing little incremental hit 0.75. I mean, those are big, right? Those, But in the grand scheme of things, they're not that big yet. It's like the more it goes up, the more they're going to kill it. I would be scared if I was anybody right now of buying. I would want to play a little bit of a waiting game because I think the chances of it going down are far greater than the chances of it actually going up. There's yeah. just a lot of uncertainty. As an investor, you want to try to get as much for the lowest price possible, but you also have to like, the interest rates are lower right now than they could possibly be six months from now. So even though the price is higher, the interest rate could end up screwing you. Welcome into the Free Retiree Show. You are listening to episode 125. Today, we are talking about the real estate market. This is something that we've been getting a lot of questions on. People want to know what's going on. Today, I got my lovely co-host, Sergio Valentino Patterson. What is up? And the big request that everyone wants to know, where is Matt McElroy? We found him. We brought him out of a dumpster. We cleaned him up. And now he is back on the podcast. This is Silicon Valley's favorite attorney, Matt McCurry. How you doing, bud? Doing good. How about you guys? It's good to be back. Doing good. Can't believe Happy episode man. 125. You said that, Lee? I know. That's what I was 25. thinking, too. Yeah, it's a lot. Insane. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like that many. I know. Kudos to us, but It's probably because Matt's been gone. <laughs> Matt's only been a part of 40%. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like yeah, I'm only like 60 or 70. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but... Nevertheless, we are happy to have you, Attorney Matt McElroy. So since you are our attorney and you are very savvy in the real estate space, can you give us an update on what is currently going on in the real estate market? It seems like some things have shifted, maybe a little bit of a slowdown. People seem a little bit concerned, but since you're in that space, why don't you give the listeners your take on what you're seeing right now? Yeah, yeah, I think I can give two kind of perspectives that I come across in my practice. The first one has to do with the housing market, the inventory, it's, it's growing. And I think it's going to continue to grow. And I think that's something that's <clears throat> probably drive prices down. And eventually they're not falling yet. I mean, you are seeing some price reductions and things like that, but something interesting I saw the other day was it was an interview with Jerome Powell, where he was posed a question of, Hey, what advice would you give to first time home buyers that are looking to buy a home now in this market? And he's saying, Hey, I would wait. The credit terms aren't favorable. The prices are way high and it's just, it's a weird time. And I think him saying that publicly like that is kind of a tell that these prices are going to go down. The thing is, we just don't know how low they're actually going to go. And that's the hard part that everybody tries to guess and time the market, get the bottom. And it's like, you can't do that. The advice that I would give people is save up, prepare, get ready. And then when it comes into your range, do it. When it makes sense financially for you, do it. Because nobody's ever going to be able to time the bottom perfect. Matt, you mentioned something earlier, like about the average Joe. You talked to us like something out of whack, right? With like the average person can't even. That's kind of my whole problem with this housing market and why I I never understood why people were getting so crazy in 2020, 2021 and trying to buy right now. There's a disconnect because the average Joe, say they have good down payment, good credit, good job. They're still so far away from buying a regular house. It's just, it shouldn't work like that. The economy shouldn't function like that. Average people should be able to afford houses. You know what I mean? And right now, part of that problem is that there's so many investors in the housing market Mm. and we're going to see how that plays out. Interest Mm. rates get higher and things that affect investments, their profit margins are becoming lower on rent and things like that. It's going to be interesting. When they talk about the housing market, they go, oh, they want it to be like 2008 where everything drops like crazy. I mean, who knows if we're going to have something like that, but because it's completely different 
factors in the market. The problem was the loans and the over-leveraged people and things like that. And now it's a kind of a different animal because a lot of the market is made up in investors rather than families, so single families and average people. Yeah. So there's just a lot of ways it could go. And it's going to be interesting to watch because the other little perspective I have for my practice is relevant to all our entrepreneurs that listen. And that is retail leasing is bad. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are seeing shopping places, so or, many know, shopping centers. Exactly. The outlets right over here in Gilroy, I'm negotiating some leases and deal with some landlords. They're kind of douchebags. They know they have <laughs> the leverage for the bargaining power in, in the transaction because some of the tenants aren't, they don't have big businesses. But the thing is, they're giving us what we want because they're scared of losing the tenant. Right now, there's becoming a shift where retail tenants mm. are going to have more bargaining power because of the vacancies and because I think leases are going to go down too. And what's kind of weird is that it is a little tidbit off topic, but in retail leases, right? A lot of the, uh, the increases in the monthly rent, a lot of leases will have a little term in there that say that it's based on the CPI. Mm. And right now that's a horrible thing because inflation is going up in what's CPI, Matt? Consumer price index. Lee probably knows more about that than I do. <laughs> it's just more like an inflation. But, uh, it measures inflation. Got it it okay. does. Yeah. And, and when right now, when inflation is high, it's going up. And so if you're a retail tenant, and your rent is based on the CPI, the increase in CPI, then your rent's going to get increased from year to year if the landlord wants. And that's a problem because in reality, these other people that aren't locked in these leases that aren't having increases, the rents are actually going down. So as far as the market and what's because all these vacancies and what's available, it's, it's kind of interesting. That's a little weird thing I've been seeing in some of these commercial yeah. leases lately. That's an interesting shift, Lee. I know we're going to move to another topic, but like, I was thinking if we're going to see that shift in the, like for, as a first time home buyer, like is the shift going to move like the power shift from the seller to the buyer? I think we're going to start seeing that. That's what I'm starting to see is like, well, we're seller starting market. to see it right now. One thing that I was uh, telling Serge Matt is I've been on Zillow and all these other sites for the last six months, just keeping watch of trends. And every now and then I was getting new house comes to market. It wasn't that often, but I felt like maybe once or twice a week, I was getting something in these cities I was looking at. It was pretty, pretty slow. All of a sudden, about three, four weeks ago, it's like new listing. And then also price reduction. It, it picked up significantly in the last three to four weeks. And I don't know what the data is. Real estate, it's a kind of a lagging indicator and it takes time to get the actual true results of what's going on. But just from what I'm seeing on the app, it's, wow, this has never happened before. So I'm interested to see, but it's something I noticed. And I think, Serge, you said you saw you noticed that Dude, too. Yeah, because I have all the alerts set up with all the apps and it's like price reduction by a lot. It's not just like 10, 15K. I'm seeing like 60K drops. And I'm wondering if homeowners are starting to get a little nervous where they're seeing some of that equity and the, the value of their property starting to go down a little bit. Maybe people are starting to get a little nervous and they're like, I need to sell. I don't know if that's a part of it. Yeah. So today we're just going to go into like, what can we expect from housing? What are the trends right now? And is this a good time to buy or should you wait? And I think that's a big question on everyone's mind. We're going to get to that. So let's just start off with like the pros. So the pros are right now, consumer spending is still good from everything that we've seen. Inflation, although it's crazy high, 
Uh, it is showing signs of moderating. I think you're seeing some signs that gas prices are coming down. I know Matt, you are super excited. You're gonna. This is gonna allow you to drive your Hummer drive around Hummer. your house at least once or twice. And empl uh, uh, the employment numbers are strong, right? There's still a lot of job openings for those that are looking at. It. That's the good stuff. Anything else you guys want to add to that? The positives, as we're calling them. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like we're in this weird limbo. We don't know whether it's gonna go up or down. I think it's a good chance it's gonna go down some more to be honest like, i think there's very little good you know as far as the economy is going right now i mean technically didn't it just come out that we're kind of in a recession right now by the technical definition of it yeah. two quarters in the negative makes you in a recession yeah and i think we talked about this before like a month ago i think we were all on the same page it feels like we might be in one I don't know if that data is out yet, but it would not surprise me. I think the data that is coming out is kind of looking like that it's going to be that we are in a recession, but I think that yeah, the until, jury's still out on there. Until my stocks start turning green. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how much good there is. Like, Yeah. So let's go over the cons. Here's the cons, right? So talk about crypto. <laughs> crypto getting, like... getting the shit kicked out of them. So that, that's I know, a but there. it's also, it's the time to, to buy. It is. Remember, we all, our mantra is buy quality, though. This is when quality gets tested. Absolutely. So uh, stock market, crypto market, they have been taking a massive hit. Inflation, as we've said before, 40-year high. I mean, hey, guys, remember, we did a thing on inflation like months ago. And when yeah. everyone was talking about if it was transitory, I think we were all like, nah, this feels like something different. I mean, kudos to our show. I mean, we well, don't get many things too, right, have, but like, I think we were spot on this whole inflation thing. Jerome Powell needs to sign us up for the I think it's a, there's a lot of weird things too, because I, I think that number is not even fully accurate right now, because it's like you have other factors going on with supply chain issues, mm -hmm. it's still COVID, like isn't China kind of shut down from some COVID stuff still? They're, they're going from shutdown to yeah, shut down some, or whatever. There is some us. supply chain issues for sure. That's yeah, Here's the other thing too, right? Is that, that nobody kind of talks about, or I mean, I don't hear a lot of people talking about, think about this, the Fred raises interest rates, right? Mm -hmm. And what does that do? That kind of kills the housing market, it makes it harder and harder for people to buy houses because higher interest rates makes it higher payments. What does that do? That makes more people have to pay rent, right? That drives up rent prices. Yep. And what does that do? That translates to inflation. That's in the, the basket of things that measure inflation is rent. So the, by them raising the interest rates, they actually drive up inflation a little bit too. Mm -hmm. So there's all these like weird little factors going on that make it like, wow, there definitely is inflation, don't get me wrong, but how accurate is that number really with all these other external factors? Yeah. Consumer confidence is at a... Uh... 16 month low. And it does feel that the, the possibility of a mild to moderate recession is becoming more and more possible. So that's the bads. Some things that have also come out recently, I sent you guys a, a clip from the CEO of Redfin, right? Yeah. He laid off 8% of the workforce. Also, he said that they should have reacted sooner. So that's never a good sign. I that mean, was interesting. When I watched that, I was like, Oh, that's a flag. He's like, we should have right? done it way. And it sounded like way sooner. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like they felt like they might've dropped the ball and not done it soon enough, which that's very concerning. Mortgage rates doubled since the beginning of January, leading to a 38% rise in the cost of a mortgage. Google, when they search for homes for sale, that keyword search went down 14% from a year ago. Active listings for homes jumped 19% in June, fastest pace since Realtor.com uh, was tracking the metrics. we got to ask our boy, Nate Johnson, about that old CMO of Realtor.com. And then also, we've just seen a large swing in price reductions. 
So Serge, what are you noticing in the local market since you've been kind of having your yeah. eyes? So yeah, I've been, I have all the apps. I've got all the alerts. I'm looking at a bunch of different markets. And I think for me, I'm just to Matt's point earlier, like to me, it's not the right time to buy. I think there's going to be a lot, there's going to be a big trickle down effect right now. I'm starting to see it in Silicon Valley. There's hiring freezes, there's layoffs. And I don't want to get caught holding the bag by jumping into a house right now. Essentially <laughs> it's coming. I think it's coming. I don't want to be doom and gloom, but what I'm seeing is homes are staying on the market longer. There's probably not as many offers and prices are going down. You talked about raising rents. My landlord just sent me a text saying he's going to raise the rent 200 bucks a month starting in August Damn. because of, he sent me some long texts, inflation, and I didn't raise it last year and all these different, all this bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that's so much bullshit because his mortgage isn't going up. <laughs> no, dude, he bought the house for like 300 grand, like 12 years ago, but and it's impacting all of us. And yeah, I can afford it and it's fine, but we're seeing it everywhere, it man. And it's, it's, a, it's an interesting environment we're all in. What's kind of weird about the right time to buy, like real estate's so much different than all these other assets, like stocks and crypto and things like that, because it's, those are so much more liquid, right? And you, you can sell them quicker, right? Real estate, you can't get rid of quick like that. Like look at, like, cause you know, hypothetically what could happen is right. We're starting to see more inventory now. What happens if 200 more houses get put on the market? You know what I mean? It's just going to be flooded. And then it's going to be really a buyer's market where, you know, the sellers are going to be competing for the buyer rather than vice versa. The reason I bring that up is if you look last time when that whole thing happened in 2007, eight, right? The whole crash there, it took all the way to 2012 for us to reach the bottom. You know I mean? That's a long time. You know, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Timing the bottom, who, who knows, right? And, yeah. and, but the thing that you have to realize with real estate is it's, it, the trickle down is going to probably be years rather than just months like these other things. Yeah. Lee, is it a financially responsible to get into a mortgage rate of over 6%? I think I've said this before on the previous right? one that we did. It's all, <laughs> it's a, exactly. It's all relative. It depends on your situation. I think the saying that we brought up last time was you marry the house, you date the rate. Don't let that deter you from getting in because you, you talk to people that were in the eighties that bought their house. Like, I bought my house with a 12 or 15% interest rate. And it's like, those people have done quite well. Yeah, your house was like 50 grand. Yeah. For like it, grand, was, right? 50 it was, grand, yeah. it was, it was, but you have yeah. to remember, like if you have that financial ability to get in there, remember you can change it up. The interest rates will probably go down at some point in time and you can change it at that point. But as long as your debt to income is below 38%, that's if you have less than that, I think go ahead. Knowing that it's a long-term decision that you're going to be at that house for seven, eight years. If you have a short window, you're like, I just want to buy a house. And I'm going to sell it in the next three years. Probably not a good decision. So I think yeah. it's all relative. Like what Matt said, it depends on your situation. But like we've talked about before, and I think this is a really good point is we've always said like, hey, like all these predictions of timing the market, knowing what's going to happen, no one can freaking figure it out. Here's a great example. We look at these companies and these economists that give the best forecasts in the world. Let's look at the Zillow, the Redfin. They're all, they all gave us numbers starting the year of like what They're the like, housing what market, bubble? what bubble? <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Keep buying homes. It's just going to get better. Your house is going to keep going up and up. And just notice how the tone has changed, right? The tone has changed. And it's funny, like the Real National Realtors Association, Zillow, Redfin, all these big real estate firms, I think they're, they're not to disparage them or talk badly about them, but they all gave these wonderful insights on how housing just, it's just going to be fantastic. It's going to be better than the next year, might slow down a little bit. 
very bullish. I mean, it's bias, right? There's bias all in that. It's good I, for them if you know, yeah, it's good for their stock. Yeah, part of that fake news, right? But dude, yeah. these are their economists that are coming out with it, and everyone's buying up this stuff. And so I think it goes to like the point we've said many times before. No one knows what's going to happen in the stock market, the crypto market, the real estate market. And it's like, you just have to, that's why it's so important for everything that you do. Make sure your cash flow is good. Make sure you have the emergency fund. Make sure your investments you're getting in are long-term because you, no one knows what's going to happen in the short-term or medium-term. Yeah. How I'm handling this is I wouldn't want to jump into something right now, knowing that there's potential for massive layoffs. The last thing I would want is to be in a, big mortgage and lose my job. That's the scariest thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I have that same, that's how I feel exact same thing. Like I don't want something that if I lost my job or decided to change things or something that I'm screwed if I don't have my job. Yeah, absolutely. And lots of thing is that we need that. It's such a weird situation, right? Cause we, not only do we need the prices to go down to appropriate levels, but the interest rates can't be all the way up there too. You guys know who Paul Volcker is? He was the Fed chairman like a long time ago. I forget when, I forget the years, but I think it was in the eighties, right? He, uh, I heard him get brought up by, I think it was Jerome Powell or somebody in there that, uh, and it was weird that they brought him up because what he did was he raised the interest rates higher than inflation to battle the inflation. And they made a comment like, oh, we don't want to like Paul Volcker it or something like that. Like, so it, it made like this impression to me, like, why would they even be saying that? Cause they, they, this is like a few months ago, I heard this, right? So it's like, at this stage, they hadn't even hiked it up the, the 0.75 yet that they did, or I forget, a couple of weeks ago or whatever. And I still feel like we have a long way to go that they could still hike it up if mm-hmm. inflation doesn't show signs of going down. Yeah, absolutely. So this is like what I think from my personal opinion is like, we've, we've discussed before, no one knows what's going to happen. This doesn't feel good, right? So if you're an investor, right, and you're looking to get in and do a quick flip or jump in and jump out, no, thinking that, you're, that real estate just only goes up, I think that's a terrible decision right now. But if, like, if you have the financial means, like we talked about, not having the debt to income over 38% and you can afford the house payment, you have the emergency fund, don't let this environment deter you, right? Because ultimately it's a long-term decision. It's a long-term investment. We all want to time the bottom, but as we're seeing, like, and we've said before, no one knows, like, look at this. So this is from realtor.com. So they made their inventory at the beginning of the year. They said that it would only rise 0.3% and it has jumped 15% from the prediction. So it's like, it's like, that's not even close. It's not even in the same stratosphere. It's so far off. And so that these are coming from not saying economists don't know what they're doing, but like, I feel like anything in the short term, anyone that's making short-term predictions, I haven't seen that sort of, that, that sort of consistent track record where they always get it right. People that are calling bottoms, they, you do history on them. They re, you realize they're always calling bottoms. Right. And yeah, sure. They're going to be right every now and then. So it's just as an investor, be there for the long term. That's my take on it. Yeah. Most of this is like, there's some data behind it, but a lot of it's assumptions, right? It's not like that much data goes into like some forecast. Yeah. Based off of what you're saying, right? Well, it it's, like it's, it's going it's, it's to be based off what monetary policies and things go forward, right? If they continue to raise interest rates and stuff, it's going to definitely kill the housing market. Right now, yeah, they're absolutely. doing little incremental hit, little, little, little 0.75. I mean, those are big, right? Those, are, but like in rel- in the grand scheme of things, they're not that big yet. And it's like the more it goes up, the more they're going to kill it. And to what Lee was saying, I would be scared if I was anybody right now of buying. I would want to play a little bit of a waiting game because. 
that I think the chances of it going down are far greater than the chances of it actually going up. And there's yeah. just a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. And as an investor, you want to you want to try to get as much for the lowest price possible. But you also have to credit what Lee was saying, like the interest rates are lower right now than they could possibly be six months from now. So you, even though the price is higher, the interest rate could end up screwing you. You can't time it. You don't know when the right time is. But um, still right now, I feel like the chance that we're at a top is pretty high right now. Yeah. Or at least a, a top for the the foreseeable future in the long term, who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're not, we don't want to be the people that are pre- predicting because obviously these wonderful economists, they have obviously trouble predicting what's going to happen. But yeah. I think you have to look at the law of supply and demand. You short, if you add, so any last words, boys? I think good. I, I think it's good. I think you're landing on if you're in a good position, you should still go and buy that house. Yep. Financially. Yep. Like it's going to be a smaller percentage of us, right. That, that yeah. can do it, but don't try to time that market. Like, I mean, same thing with when we back to COVID, if we looked at everything that was happening during COVID people not being able to pay or job loss, uh, the housing market shouldn't have gone up, but it uh, artificially propped up by what the fed did and what the government did by not letting people lose their homes speculation too right people are speculating hard with all the being pumped in oh property is a great hedge against inflation yeah but who would have thought that like who no one in their right mind would have thought like everyone losing their jobs not being able to work uh would lead to this massive boom in housing no one would have predicted that right so i think our message that we've been consistent on is like no one knows what the hell is going to happen so you do you make sure your finances are good and don't listen to the crystal ball because it's hard to predict it's hard to predict so thank you everybody you've been listening to the free retiree show so long for now securities offered through securities america incorporated member finra www.finra.org sipc www.sipc.org a separate entity Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career advisor Sergio Patterson, attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities America Advisors or Securities America Incorporated. Securities America Advisors, Securities America Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc., The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.